0: We're in a cave Cave, cave,
1: cave Do you hear the echo, 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 echo,
0: echo Seth, be careful You're gonna fall off that cliff
1: Cliff, Oh, I I didn't even see that cliff Cliff, cliff,
0: cliff (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, you're falling Oh (laughs) no (laughs)
1: Falling, fall, fall, fall.
0: Seth, all you had to do
1: was just reach reach out. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Small Goals, a lifestyle and comedy podcast about tips for a slightly happier life. I'm Seth Bodine.
0: And I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Seth, you sounded so smooth that I thought we were listening to an old one for inspiration. <laughs> I'm Tatiana paraffinic Tlesnik. This episode's tip is reach out.
1: Today's goal is reach out and... I've been thinking a lot about this recently because reaching out in all aspects of my life professionally to make friends or if I have to solve problems, it's helped me so much and it's made me so much happier. I think the biggest example that made me happier was when In high school, I was just very shy, so I didn't reach out naturally. I kind of waited for people to come to me.
0: Hey, I'm going to need you to level up the drama.
1: I was alone. I ate lunch alone (laughs) every day. Oh
0: my God, is that real?
1: No, every other day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I only feel half bad for you now. All right, continue.
1: No, not every day. But my my first day, because I moved from Texas to Colorado, the first day of high school at my new school, I ate alone. And it felt horrible because I had no friends and not because I was completely new and I didn't know what to do because I was shy. And I was the type of person to wait for people to approach me Mm -hmm. and reach out to me mm-hmm. and that throughout high school I guess that's the method that I chose that is I just kind of waited for people to reach out to me and then summer before I came to college I panicked because I was like oh no because the idea of college mm-hmm. is just like substantially larger and you kind of have like a new little Eighteen-year-old existential crisis of fearing of being alone or like getting lost, like all those stupid.
0: Yeah, you're like, if I'm at being eighteen, I'll probably be at being nineteen. You know, like, I think there's all these expectations of what college looks like, and as high school ends, if you didn't fulfill the high school things, then it, it makes I think it makes college a little bit scarier.
1: Right, and so that summer I just started reaching out to people and that was the first time that i really was felt forced to Mm -hmm. in college and i made a lot of friends and it was probably one of the best summers i've had in a long time and it's also helped me in a lot of different ways but tatiana how has reaching out helped you
0: sometimes people end up in like a weird cowboy standoff as far as like who's gonna reach out first like you know, and you're not... brown, brown,
1: brown.
0: <laughs> yeah. Draw
1: first.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, if you really think about how silly that is, um, it kind of can make you feel ridiculous. Like, oh, I'm not gonna text them. They have to text me first. I don't know. I think the goal is sim- similar to love them anyway, but it's like takes just a little bit more vulnerability and more altruistic trust in who who people are capable of being. So I think that the importance of reaching out is that you can't wait for the world to reach out to you. I think when I meet people who are like the loneliest and saddest, I can't help but like get a little bit frustrated because it's like. There's so many friends, like there's so many humans in this world. There, it's overwhelming. Can you even conceptualize how many humans are on the earth? A lot. Like I can't.
1: Maybe two or three.
0: At least, like there's like two or three in this world that will like you. At least, there's no way. Maybe
1: at least one.
0: <laughs> so
1: you can. I think that's a better guarantee.
0: Yeah. At least one person in this world will like you. That feels like mildly offensive, but in a yeah. very passive-aggressive way. But one we're also, person.
1: We're also joking. Yeah.
0: But... No, th- the real thing is that there's a lot of humans. Like I remember when freshman year, I was. um, Everyone was like young and just constantly encountering heartbreak. Back in the day. Whatever. <laughs> the I think.
1: The old times <laughs> of circa.
0: Like two years ago, three. (laughs) Anyway, I know that's silly, but I guess what I'm meaning is dorm life perhaps is the most immature moment in life because you don't have any proper adults around to make everything make sense and be logical. It's just like summer camp, but you have to do normal things, whatever. So I think everyone is always lying around, stricken by heartbreak, wondering who they're going to be. And I remember I was like, okay, all right, ladies, take a look out the window. Do you see how many windows you can see? You know, how many windows can you see? And for every one of those windows, there's two people there. So there's a lot of people. And, like, not only is there a lot of people, but in your direct line of sight, there's a lot of people. So I think reaching out is really important because there's – if if you don't feel like being lonely, you don't have to be lonely. And when you find yourself in a weird standoff about who texts first, who invites someone to something first, who – right like if you don't wait for people to reach out to you you're just going to be sad and weird reach out
1: right um the biggest example i think is that i had this giant poetry collaboration mm-hmm. reading that i've been working on since january mm-hmm. and i guess before i had, had this assumption that no one's going to want to work with me Because they have their own work. Because I'm a bad poet. I'm a bad artist. So, I guess I just assumed that no one wanted to work with me. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I reached out and asked, hey, I'm, I'm doing these collaborations, everyone wanted to work with me. And so I had this assumption that they didn't want to work with me or no one, I'll only get a few. I had over 10 people. I had like maybe 15 people work with me and Mm -hmm. the show was great. Everyone, it was super successful. Yeah,
0: and on top of that, everyone else is really salty that they didn't get invited to collab. Like not (laughs) only, you have an excess of people who want to collab with you.
1: Yeah, but I, I think we need to eliminate... The idea in our mind that people are uninterested and...
0: And, yeah, that they don't want anything to do with you. I think that it's, like, a very self-deprecating...
1: Okay, like our friendship, for example. Oh, yeah! (laughs) You want (laughs) to...
0: We have very different perspectives about how (laughs) friendship happens. I find that you... When I first knew you, one, you were like stressy boy, like you were just like stressed in your position. And so I didn't I know you was a news editor. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know you that well. Um, but like you just would be like I have to go and you would like go do something artsy and cooly cooler and just better than what was happening. You'd be like, I have to go I have to go swing dance. Like you just were like <laughs> so so above this lowly newspaper. And you weren't being pretentious. Like, I just genuinely thought you were super cool. I didn't think you thought you were super cool. I thought you were super cool. And so, I just assumed you were not interested in friendship because you had all these dancer, artsy, poet friends. And you just seemed like just a cool, aloof guy who was just better than this old dump down here.
1: Okay. Well... (laughs) Listeners, (laughs) Listeners, <laughs> listen to my let me set the story l- listener. straight. Listeners, listen to my side of story. I well, it's true. I was stressed very last. I was pretty stressed last year, um, because being a news editor is probably the hardest role on the newspaper. I agree. And um, split between two people is just not enough sometimes. Mm-hmm. So. Um, To relieve stress, I would go dancing and do stuff with my friends. And I don't know when this was. It was probably second semester.
0: Yeah, like the beginning.
1: March or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I go swing dancing sometimes. And Tatiana was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, you can come if you want. And that was supposed to be like an invitation. And... uh, (laughs) Because I guess that's like my invitation for friendship, right? And she just didn't get it.
0: The way that introverts and extroverts express interest is very different. Because like what I heard was, I would tolerate your presence. You know, you would not be ejected from the facility. <laughs> and what you meant I was,
1: mean, it's partially like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw.
1: Shit no, at it's stone. <laughs>
0: Just hand sanitizer
1: to, to the eye. Just to give you an idea, listeners, um, Tatiana is <laughs> perched on the table <laughs> like a gargoyle, <laughs> staring at me with a bottle of hand sanitizer and gesturing menacingly. That's
0: what happens.
1: But everything's okay.
0: Don't worry. I'm just going to sanitize my hands.
1: so weird
0: Mm, clean hands all right uh so basically the point of this tale is that seth had felt like he reached out um and i certainly had not because i didn't feel like brave enough because one i like associated with seth uh, seth with things that i intended to be a part of and since i was already in a place that like artsy poet dancers don't want me because you know it's just hard to break into communities and so I just let my insecurity extend to Seth and I didn't bother to really earnestly reach out. And and Seth also was just kind of his version of reach out was like, you could come sometime. Like, instead of like, oh, I would like to go. Like, it, there was nothing like very direct and enthused about it.
1: I would like to formally invite you via invitation to a dance. You,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should have sent me an e <laughs> evites are the only thing Those I aren't go by the thing Those aren't a thing I only respond to evites My <laughs> schedule is chocked full Entirely of events of It's just evites I only respond to evite It's my primary social media Okay,
1: Tatiana <laughs> I've I'm... never evited you to anything Oh, I guess I have Facebook is an evite Yeah e- Evitation, ugh. Evitation. That's a gross word. Evitation.
0: (laughs) Evitation. So, uh, yeah. The the point though is that if I the nonsense could have stopped, and the friendship could have started, like like that, we could have just been friends if either of us had just more enthusiastically reached out. He loves snapping.
1: So, um And I think another lesson from this story of beautiful friendship is everyone has a different way of reaching out.
0: That's true. That's true. I I mean I don't think you can lose from being enthusiastic. I think as far as reaching out we can be pretty self deprecating about the worst case scenario, but the worst if you're if you don't have someone and you reach out, worst case scenario you just don't have them. Like you haven't lost much. Like people get all defensive. Like it's not worth my time. Just send a text. Like it's not hard. You know.
1: Same with jobs. I feel like mm-hmm. um, because every time I've reached out to someone for uh, advice or to Get a good so internships in the journalism world world are really hard to come by (laughs) they make us sad but um
0: you're like cover letter what do you want
1: what do you want (laughs) from (laughs) me newspapers tell me
0: should i be funky Uh, or should i be serious yeah formal yeah what do you want
1: eccentric Mm -hmm. probably not eccentric
0: I was eccentric, and I got the job.
1: Okay, well. <laughs> Must be look nice. At you. <laughs> Check your privilege.
0: <laughs> I'm just a hip, funky chick.
1: Just cash. Internships are hard, and I wasn't really sure what to do, because I was just applying to all these places, and I was getting either no response or a rejection. Mm-hmm. So, and this is from Giant. Or mainst- i guess the mainstream, um, big newspapers. The, in the big area. news media. <laughs> the media.
0: Seth applied for an internship from the media. <laughs> Y'all think there was a few papers. The
1: media ether.
0: Yeah, there. You heard right. There is just one media, and Seth applied for that internship.
1: I didn't get a response from the, the media. media. What I did do is I reached out to local newspapers, editors, some colleagues that I knew Mm -hmm. who'd graduated and were working. And because I reached out, I feel like that's partially how I got the job is the, um, the interest expressing that interest, reaching out to someone. Mm -hmm. And sometimes recently I, sometimes I get really stressed by emails Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just have to follow up. You have to reach out, but sometimes reaching out when reaching out doesn't work, you have to reach out again. Yeah. Sometimes it takes more than one try.
0: Yeah. And, um, on my side, I think we have very different personalities, so I don't, I don't struggle with reaching out to people, but I am very disorganized. So I think in keeping this tip in mind, Uh, just this morning, I just remembered to text someone and just say, like, hey, I'm thinking of you. I love you Uh, because we can be forgetful. (laughs) We can be forgetful. And then weeks go by and we haven't reached out. So basically, listener, reach out. Reach. Reach. Reach out. Reach out. Reach. Out. Reach out. Isn't there a song about reaching out? Should we sing that this on one. the way or on the way out?
1: I don't I don't think the listeners want to hear you singing. Us <laughs> uh, singing, at out, least.
0: I feel like, like an 80s song. Reach out
1: <laughs> and touch. Burm, 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 yeah. burm.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Small Goals Podcast. This episode's tip was Reach Out. The podcast is produced by me and Seth and brought to you by 90.5 KCSU for Collins.